0: All the work that we've been doing basically, I feel like, has led to the point where we are much more equipped now to have dealt with the situation and to be dealing with the aftermath. So, I just would say to not forget about what we've done and how far we've come and how much you guys have been through and how much pain you've been through and how much you've seen and how much you know you've weathered during this time and how beautifully we can come out of this and just be a better version of ourselves because our souls came here and chose the bodies that we are in for the lessons that we have laid in front of us. So as painful as some of the lessons may be, our souls are very excited whenever we learn them. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 podcast. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Almost 30. We're so glad you're here.
1: Thanks so much for subscribing. I don't know how you found us, but we're really glad you did. I am Lindsay. And I'm Krista. And for those of you that are just starting to listen to the podcast. We haven't kind of explained in a little bit, but why we started it. We were transitioning from our 20s to our 30s, which is an interesting, chaotic time where you have a lot of questions, doubts, and fears. And we just knew that there was something more to this feeling and there was more that we could be doing to feel more like ourselves, but we didn't have the resources. They don't teach you this in college or school or our parents really didn't even teach us this either. So we wanted to have conversations, you know, in a more public way. So we started a podcast and quickly the community formed and, you know, it's become so much more than that. And it's been just a really beautiful Vehicle for healing for us, other people, and just a way to support one another.
0: Yeah, it's it's the best. It's the best thing. The community is is truly the reason why we do this and the reason why we're here. And in this episode, we'll get into you know how we're transitioning back to normal life and quotes after quarantine. Um, Lindsay and I will dig into what exactly our strategy is and everything like that. But um, just want to talk a little bit about what is happening within the community of almost thirty and. Um, part of a larger conversation in general in, in the U S and that is related to the injustices and the murder Mm -hmm. of, of black people in the United States. And Lindsay and I have been thinking about this like all day, trying to figure out what is the best way we can utilize our platform and going through, different things and ideas and all these things. And there's so much of it for me personally, where I'm like, okay, it has to be perfect. We have to say, we have to make sure we're covering this base. We have to make sure we're speaking to this. We have to make sure we're understanding this pain or this feeling or this emotion. We have to make sure that we're speaking to this, but not so much to this that it's, you know, there's just a lot that really goes on in my head as it relates to it. And that's, you know, why we hired Aaron Rose, our coach who is, you know, works with empowerment in general, but specifically on inclusion and diversity. And yeah, we've really been trying to mobilize our community to uh, speak out against what is happening, you know, just truly trying to do our best.
1: Yeah. You know, we're so aware that Having a platform is a responsibility. So aware. and yeah, so rare. Yeah, and and to your point of like you know wanting it to, to come out right or perfect, I'm like right there with you. It's it's hard because we don't always know what to say, and I think you know what I'm realizing in conversation with you, in conversation with Aaron, in conversation with my boyfriend who is black, that it does not need to be perfect. You know, there is the silence, the complacency is far worse than something coming out maybe imperfectly. And it's been really beneficial for me over the last, you know, week. And mind you, this violence has been going on for centuries, like for a long, long time. And it's, you know, I can imagine that for Black Americans, Black people all over the world, that it must be maddening that the attention is now kind of on this when it's been happening for so long. So I just want to acknowledge that. But what I found to feel more aligned is like my ability to drop into my heart as it relates to these issues because this is not my lived experience, I have not, I have not ever felt in fear of my life being taken from me mm-hmm. when I've gotten pulled over by a police officer mm-hmm. or taken a run or what have you. Like I've never ever felt that way, and I cannot imagine that feeling. Um, so when I drop into my heart, I feel, I feel more grounded and mm-hmm. I feel more connected to. Stepping up, speaking out, taking action in a way that even if it doesn't come out perfect, it is going to be, you know, in some little way helpful to Black Americans out there. And I think, as white people of privilege, it's easy to think, like, what am I like? Mm -hmm. Like, do they even want to hear what I have to say or will I even help? Yes like our our privilege holds so much power like we have the power to incite change and it's just been interesting to kind of learn about myself and like what mm-hmm. i've been uh not programmed to think but just this like very deep seated uh, i don't even know it's like those micro moments in our everyday that could be feeding like a ra- the racism in america like 100%. these very micro moments and i'm so grateful that we are in this position to be able to like pr- take out that microscope and look at it but yeah i just you know i think if we are able to speak about this not perfectly i mean, even stutter over words and like get all hot and sweaty like good like that is that pales in comparison to Mm -hmm. what black people have endured over centuries yeah and we because we are in a place of privilege and power we have to have these conversations at the very least
0: yeah yeah it is it's like the reminder that it's like oh it's you don't want to be uncomfortable for for a conversation yeah i mean um Mm -hmm. like watch me try and walk outside i was i'm in this um this coaching group um, every week and it's called Alchemy of Chaos and it's by a dear friend of mine, Christine, and it's super, super diverse. I mean, I couldn't be more honored to be a part of it. And we had our coaching session last week and this was when um, Ahmad Arbery you know, the, that whole thing went down that injustice and that terrible mm. another, you know, just another murder, murder. Yeah. And we were talking about all this stuff with coaching and it just didn't feel at all. It just felt very airy. And I felt completely out of it. I'm like, I don't what are we doing in this call? Like, why are we even talking about this stuff? And then, Kathleen, you know, one of the women in there just completely broke the energy and spoke about how it's so terrifying for her to think her family, you know, can leave the house, her husband can leave, her son would leave the house and not come back. And, you know, her husband was like going on a run and she was like, I honestly, it's hard for me to be on this call and even pay attention because I'm thinking about if my, you know, My husband was murdered and we were all weeping, you know, we were just weeping. Sophia Bush is in the group and, and she was, she had such great points and she's able to really hold space, but it was just that moment of real true, like, the integration of the pain, I was just so grateful that I could be witness to to her expressing that and, and not provide any any peace in it, but just really feel that because I do have exposure and we do have so many friends, so many black friends, but and I'm not doing like the whole I voted for a Barack thing, but I just needed that like really, really granular feeling, you know, that I could really feel with her rather than anything else. And it was just so powerful and ever since, you know, we're just, we're just really figuring out how to mobilize the community within the Facebook group and outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Sean's out here with me in, um in LA, he lives in New York, but he's been out here for like a month. And um, so many of these um, murders have happened while he's been out here. And it's just been, again, like to your point, I don't know how to... I'm not here to make it better. I'm not here to like soothe, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I, I do, I am on like a mission, you know, personally to learn as much as I can so that we're not having these conversations just in the wake of a tragedy. Mm -hmm. So that like in our everyday, I am like unafraid to just step, like lean into the reality that like, he is black. Mm-hmm. If we get married, we're going to have biracial children, mm-hmm. you know, really like lean into that. And because like, I think my spirit is like unafraid, but there's just kind of this shell yeah. of like humanness that like is kind of afraid of talking about it. And so he's just, he's amazing and, and engages with me beautifully. And I'm learning so so much um it's huge but yeah i i just think it's important you know for you out there our audience to know that what you do matters you know for good or for bad and that we are here to support everyone Mm -hmm. and hold space for everyone's experiences
0: yeah And just a full honoring of like the women of our community, you know, the women of color in our community in the group, just like, especially like in our community, just being so patient and kind and, and thoughtful and like supporting the white women of our community and doing the work. Like you see it all the time, you know, even I was talking with Shannon Watley, who's in our community and about better ways to like to do the work. You know, I had an idea. I'm like, okay, I want to do this thing. And she's like, maybe that's not the best. And I'm just really grateful for like the ability to like learn within that space and have the other women feel safe to learn in that space and just like fucking do the thing. Like it's just, yeah, it's just too much. We need to really be doing more than Mm
1: -hmm. we are. I agree. I agree. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday, I did a pep talk uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just, I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, it's incredibly supportive. So. 60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com/slash almost30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money-back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com/slash almost thirty for sixty percent off. It expires soon. We're working, you know, to have as right as many resources for you all as possible and that's really just us tapping into the resources that we depend on and mm-hmm. have been like curated so beautifully so you know we will disseminate that information like on our website and there's just there's so much to unpack and we're you know dedicated to continue to have people of color on the podcast to like share their experiences their stories you know and you know, we felt that from the beginning, but I just think it's more important than ever Mm -hmm. that we like vocalize that. And, and you know, that that is so important to us. I grew up seeing myself in advertising on TV, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so we want to create a platform where you all can see yourselves. Yeah. 100.
0: One zilly. (sighs) Peace and love. Yes. So if you are interested, the secret Facebook group is here for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Always open for any advice, feedback, thoughts, sort of. I'm open for that, (laughs) but feel free to share it in the, in the group. Yep. For sure. And I say sort of because yesterday I got an email that it would be more palatable if I wasn't a blonde woman. (laughs) <laughs> oh right <laughs> so some feedback i get you know I, I have to i have to drop it to be completely honest
1: there there are times to be closed for
0: feedback that are appropriate yeah, i mean, like you only know that in your own heart all right y'all we're two attractive blondes can be <laughs> this is what she said this is what a woman said in the can you feedback. can
1: you give context <laughs> on
0: how old is she 75. Okay. So she's like she was her name I forget her name she was 75 which was kind of her to take the time to message us. And then she said I find if you made your cute logo more of a pen line drawing which leaves you more pro- less prominent, no color, you would find that more generally a pull for all people. Two extremely attractive blondes can be off-putting, simply said. Dude, we're literally a cartoon. <laughs> Dude, there's like, there's actually no eyeballs in that drawing. So there's like no vibe of you seeing if we're attractive or not. Oh, fuck. And I was like voice noting with our coach Aaron Rose about that. He's like, I think it's a really good idea if you race your entire identity and who you are (laughs) to appease someone on your thing like perfect yeah so feedback i am open for if you are a woman of color and you believe that you can support our community and the women within it or you have a thought to a better way in which we can reach and support you let us know if you are a random woman that wants to tell me how to live my life (laughs) (laughs) tell me i should be drawn in pen yeah tell me i should be drawn in uh, what the hell i'm not into it. all right integration to integration to back to back in life okay (laughs) how do we do this how do we shift into this
1: I think we just do so you know this time has been uh, interesting I feel like everyone's had different experiences in quarantine and isolation with COVID I've experienced friends and family of both extremes, extremes of like really enjoying it and others who are, are just riddled with anxiety. And, um, it's been really, really painful and hard. So I just want to honor all experiences, but yeah, our intention is as we see the world opening up again, how can we maintain a sense of peace, groundedness and commitment really to our evolution. I feel like I've gotten a real taste of like what it feels like to focus on growth. And that sounds weird because we've been doing that this whole time with the podcast, but it's, it's, it's shown like a magnifying glass over my growth because Mm. there's not as much going on. I'm like, Whoa, I've grown a lot here, but I have a lot of growing to do there. And so I I just want to, you know, we want to share ways in which you can continue to do so even though, you know, you might be going back to work or able to travel, things like
0: that. Yeah. I can't believe travel is going to happen. That's so wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for me, quarantine was powerful. I'm just a little nervous that everyone's going to forget about it and we're going to kind of move on business as usual. And I guess, you know, that fear is around... Not forgetting about how fragile our existence is, or not forgetting about how powerfully we can make an impact when we all decide that we're going to do so. So, when everyone says we're going to stay home, everyone stayed home, which was incredibly profound. You know, the whole globe is staying home based on this thing. And when everyone decides that, um, we want to really lean into acknowledging this is a problem and making change like it happened. You know, we've been able to flatten the curve. The cases have been reduced. I know that's not the truth all over the world, but it is in general. So it's just, yeah, it's just a lot that we can really impact and do. But for me, as I'm going back to, to normal life and as we kind of pick everything up, I've noticed that, or what I'm trying to do is really to remember what I loved about being home more. And it's, so I'm saying being home more outside of the situation, what I've loved about being home more. And I have truly enjoyed spending so much more time with Justin. He is quality time, you know, as his love language and, and, being able to just be in my own space and really just stay still for a while. And that has been such a joy. I almost feel like I'm retired. It's like we go to bed early. We just, Mm -hmm. we cook, we hang out. And I've just really valued that. So I really want to make sure that that in addition to other things are still being applied to my life when we're out of quarantine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel that very much so. That's better, dot com slash almost 30.
0: I don't even want to travel anymore. I know. I'm okay with that. I'm like, I don't
1: even want to go anywhere. Okay, you don't, I
0: don't, I think we're good. I know, honestly. (laughs) I was like, I don't, this, I'm You guys can come to us for
1: tour. (laughs) And next month, I'm like, no, I'm traveling. (laughs) I know, I know. But yeah, it is, it's been so nice to be at home. And I think I've just like been able to reconnect with my own energy you know, when we're, when you're traveling so much and you're seeing a lot of different people on a daily basis, it's really amazing and so fun. Or at work, whatever. Yeah, it's just, but it is like kind of this dissemination of my own energy where I'm like, how do I pull it back? In this time, I've been really able to pull pull it back. I was thinking though that the things that I've been not able to do because we are in quarantine, like group fitness, you know, Things like that or go to a restaurant and have a meal with a friend, what have you. I'm excited to take that feeling of like, why do I miss this so much? And then like bring that intention to when I'm able to do it again. So it's like, will I be doing it as much? Definitely not. not. Definitely not. But like, what do I love about being in a group fitness class? I love that there's like, other human beings that showed up at like 7 a.m. to do a workout and like feel better. I love, I don't know. I just love that group energy, but I'm not thinking about that when I would normally go to group uh, fitness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like really being intentional and present enough to be like, I love this because I'm yeah. like 20 other people who are like committed to feeling good today <laughs> rather than like, okay, I gotta, gotta go, go to a workout, class. like yep. gotta sweat, you know? Mm-hmm. So just taking more gratitude understanding him. more deeply why I do the things yes. that I do in quote unquote regular life. And then when I reintegrate, just having like, you know, a reverence for why I did them all the time and take that in every time I do it.
0: Yes, for sure. I don't even know. I said, I'm not even going to work out as much at all. Mm-hmm, I don't even mm-hmm. know. I'm like, dude, walking is like, I was going to say that's what I want to continue to do too when I'm back from this it's just walking. Love Walk. walking. Walking has been so nourishing and just fun. You can be in nature. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. And so I usually stick for 10k as my goal steps, but there recently was a study that was released that said a 7500 is pretty much the point in which you'll see the most benefits and oh. after that it almost flattens. Oh. So 10,000 doesn't provide you that much more additional benefit beyond 7,500 steps. So if you want to make that your goal, that can be your goal, but I usually just do 10k as the goal. And it's been nice to connect with people on the phone and and really mm-hmm. catch up and stuff when I've been walking, so I really want to take the approach within my fitness to scale back on the group fitness, to scale back on anything with hit training and really just focus on more of the slow workouts. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that over time, really trying to focus less on hit and cardio and more on slow workouts. But this was like on another level, yeah, on another level. So that is for sure something that I want to do. Cause at the end of it, it's like, you just do them cause they're on your schedule. You know, you make mm-hmm. your schedule on the weekend and you're like, oh, I have this class I've got to go. And it's just like, not that interesting.
1: Completely. And it's just interesting to like See the body react Mm. You know I think we hold on so Tightly to certain routines because we think If we don't do them our body's going to change so Drastically and the body's Like hey Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that much honestly
0: Keep it simple dude honestly it's a joke (laughs) Like what was I even doing
1: Another thing that I want To take Back into whatever This you know new New world is is like this feeling Of interconnectedness I think like just our society in general and the way things are set up in the world, like does separate us and does other certain groups of people. But this pandemic has kind of made us all one in a way like this, this shared experience of, of COVID. And so I just really like, I like tapping into that where, Mm. you know, I, I feel like, We're like a family like on earth, like trying to get through this and really like evolve and, you know, ascend if that if that feels uh, aligned to you to say it in that way. But yeah, I just I like that feeling because I tend to get wrapped up sometimes in that I'm doing this on my own. Meaning like if I'm doing some like self-development work and there's some shit I'm working through, I'm like, oh my God, like, is anyone else going through this help? And just thinking on a more global level that like, yeah. And like we, there's an ability to tap into that global energy and really heal one another on that level. And it, it could be through meditation. It could be through prayer. It could be, you know, it could be so many different things, but I just, that sentiment of being one with everyone on earth feels feels really good.
0: Yeah, big earth energy. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think the something too that I'm gonna try and do is really just embrace the minimal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Like, you know, and I don't mean to talk about vanity things, but not having nail appointments, not having hair appointments, not having derm, like dermaplane appointments where they shave your face, like all this, all these appointments. I'm like, Oh wow. It has been a delight to scale back. And I think for my next steps, it's really thinking about like thoughtfully of which of these things that I want to continue to do and why, because before I would really do them because we had shoots or we'd be on tour or whatever. And I felt like I had to do it to keep up. But now I'm just like, I don't, I want to be more thoughtful about what I'm adding back in my schedule. Mm -hmm. So when our schedules are clear and then, you know, maybe we're adding work in, we've been working the whole time, but maybe if you're adding work back in or you're adding social activities, it's like, just be careful before you open that door, that portal to like one of those things. Cause I feel like once it's open, there's like no turning back. So I'm almost scared to like start seeing all my friends. I mean, I've kind of been seeing them, but to like full pack my schedule, I'm like, Oh, there's no turning back. Mm -hmm. Cause it's hard to turn around and be like, just kidding. I don't want to be at full force again.
1: Totally. Yeah, I think it's a really good point about just that minimalism, especially, you know, women with like our mm-hmm. tendency to like groom the hair, the nails. And what I've realized too is- I hate getting my nails done. Oh my God. It's, it's such a waste of time. It's fucking <laughs> hell on earth for me. <laughs> um, but that it doesn't matter. It doesn't, like it, it doesn't literally matter. doesn't matter. You know, we've been- it's been actually liberating to continue to to do the podcast, have interviews with like big guests over Zoom and just be scrabdelicious and just like mm-hmm. ourselves like a very natural version of Lindsay and Krista. And it sounds stupid, but it's just like, oh, they don't care don't care does anyone well care? they can't see my dino toes
0: <laughs> dude my toes are unreal I do not care though and I was like oh I guess I'm I guess I look like this now
1: <laughs> and it's just like mental space that could be
0: used for so many different other for things for sure for sure yeah so peace and love to anyone in that group though there's going to be you know any of the people working and doing that though oh for sure you yeah know. i mean lord knows like eventually I'm we're sure yes. have to get haircut i will be back do not worry about it i will be back so um that is just being intentional about what i put on my schedule going through the the moment of of 5 seconds of being like what is this on my schedule and why mm. and that applies to appointments that applies to calls that applies to meetings that applies to really anything that you're Putting on your schedule now that we are kind of ramping back up, think about each of them and see if it's the best use of your time or resources. Mm
1: -hmm. My next one is I've been really enjoying cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, just like taking care of home. Yeah. And that's like a part of me that I've always had, but I don't know if I'm embarrassed by it, but I'm just like, that's not cool. (laughs) <laughs> sure. it's like weird. Like I don't think it's cause women are like independent and yeah. we're go-getters and we're out there and we're not, you know, we're not like Betty homemakers anymore. We're like out yeah. there. I don't know what that, for that sure. story is for me, but I really love it. And so I think I want to like kind of stick to that in that it just makes me happy. So if I want to do it and I want to cook and I want to clean, I want to take like hours to do that that it's okay i love it too yeah there's i love it there's a mindlessness to
0: it and it actually like puts me in a like feel productive put on music you're you're moving (laughs) yeah it is you're like i'm taking care of my space yeah i totally
1: agree yeah so it's just like fully owning that and to go a step further I saw Milana the other day for a healing and we were talking about like archetypes and she's like there's so many we all have so many archetypes and I'm sure she talked about it with you like she was working on like her queen energy and there's just so many within <laughs> us.
0: I was like, you don't so have to work on it. You, honestly, you are that. <laughs> like got it. Who was saying, something was saying something funny too. Oh, Tiff in our check-in in Slack. She's like, not, she's like one of her things is not putting her family first. I'm like, baby, you put your family first. Mm-hmm. You are so good with your family. I know. People are so funny. But it's like, they don't perceive themselves as like that, which is so interesting. Or uh, people are like, oh, I don't, whatever. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Well, oh, no, this is it. Danielle Pasenti, our friend Danielle Pasenti, mm-hmm. the fitness trainer, you guys probably know her. She had um, on her phone screen background, her screen lock said, get shit done or something. I'm like, you literally- Get more shit done than anyone. <laughs> don't need this. You need like take a chill pill as your background. Like you're such a hard worker. I'm like, you don't fucking need that. Holy shit.
1: That is so funny. Um, but yeah, just kind of like allowing those to- have their moments and have like, they're literally ours. Like if you want to like, you know, be that homemaker or maybe be that like independent queen energy, like rocket. And, um, I think what happens or what used to happen is that work just takes on such an energy. So you're like, I have to be this and I can only be this. So it's being a little bit more playful with those archetypes. And for me, it's,
0: it's that homemaker, baby homemaker energy. I love that one. And then that's my last one. It's just really remembering this time and remembering all that you've learned and all that you've done. So before when this first started, I said, now is the time. Now is the time to leverage all the things that we've been doing as a collective to evolve and to nurture ourselves and to nurture our inner child and all the work that we've been doing, basically, I feel like has led to the point where we are much more equipped now to have dealt with the situation and to be dealing with the aftermath. So I just would say to not forget about what we've done and how far we've come and how much you guys have been through and how much pain you've been through and how much you've seen and how much you've know you weathered during this time and how beautifully we can come out of this and just be a better version of ourselves because our souls came here and chose the bodies that we are in for the lessons that we have laid in front of us so as painful as some of the lessons may be our souls are very excited whenever we learn Mm. we learn them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah we're so resilient Mm -hmm. you know kind of
0: Well, I think about that. What was that one meme? It was like, we're very resilient. Then it's like, we say we're resilient and then we eat like White Castle for lunch and are shitting shitting for like three days. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, in like
1: metabolizing- For sure. A pandemic. I mean, it's just so- Metabolizing EMFs right now. Yes, yes. Dude, like what? Yeah, there's a lot. So much. My last one is, I'm sure you all can relate to just having like really- big feelings during this time and maybe it's just because there's not as much going on so they are able to come up and out yep. but I want to be able to make time to actually be with those feelings instead of like saving them for later and like kind of stuffing them Yep, you know I think I do that in my own way even though I go to therapy and do all the things there's just a way in which I'm like oh we'll do that later and so when those feelings come up being with them trusting them. I'm kind of like working on like, okay, so what is this feeling? Like it's probably directing me to something that I need to look at a little more closely and be with. So just trusting that, because if you think about it, like when a feeling is so overwhelming in the past, I'd be like, oh my God, like, can you just like get over Like what what is happening? There's yeah. kind of something must be wrong. And for a feeling to be that big and take over your entire body, like your mind, your heart, you physically feel it. You emotionally feel it. Like your spirit feels it. It has to be there for a reason. So just really like really honoring that. So yeah, I just want to be able to make space for that and not feel bad about it.
0: Yeah. That's huge. I was talking to Lex, our intern yesterday and, She was talking, we were talking about a situation and she was like, I just need to work on my mindset so I don't feel this way because I think this is a self-worth thing. And it was very perceptive, but also I was like, I think in the self-help community, it almost makes you feel bad for feeling because you're like, okay, so what is the reason why? And this must be because I'm not worthy. It almost provides a different avenue for people to shame themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have the feeling and you're like, oh man, this is a stinky feeling. And then you're like, oh, it is a self-worth issue. And then you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not worthy. And it it just is something that I want to play with a little bit is thinking about how these things within the self-help or self-development space can really prevent you from actually going there or allowing yourself to feel and just be a little bit more judgmental than we actually think that they are. Yeah. It's almost like very prescriptive mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, that feeling. Yeah. that, that
1: That's mm-hmm. that. And we have a thing for that <laughs> and we have a label for that yep. and a program for that. Yeah.
0: You know? 100%. <laughs> so yeah. Join our free webinar for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That was a sweet sentiment though from her, I feel she's like. She's
0: a fucking peanut head. Yeah, I she's love her. So great. I'm obsessed with her. She's so good. She was like she was like, Do you think that Aaron Rose like he seems so cool? do you think that he would like take on like clients? Like, is he taking clients? I was like, oh baby, what's your what's your problem? <laughs> and she's like, well, I feel like this. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> she's like, oh, LOL. And then she said something about him. I'm like, Aaron Rose doesn't do boy issues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love you, Lex. Love you. So that's that. I mean, it's been... It continues to be, I think, like so new for all yeah. of us. So let us know, you know, if these if these land with you, if you have any ways in which, you know, you're committed to reintegrating back yeah. into the world. It's important that we share, um...
0: And continue that personal development stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, we did the the
0: new paradigm workshop series. We still have some workshops left, which is incredible. We're going to continue it for the next couple of months. But, you know, if you guys are integrating back and you're kind of... Looking to continue your growth, we do have a lot of things on the shop, almost thirty website. Our inner peace pack, which we created at the beginning of everything, and then all the workshops in energy healing, human design, mysticism, anxiety um, are all in the shop, almost thirty site to support you.
1: Yeah, and
0: making time
1: for that. Still, you know, it's like like you said, keep doing the self development work, but actually, if if you're going to be on a, a schedule again with work with whatever. Make that a part of your schedule. Yeah. So 100. from three to five. Yeah. You know, sometimes we need to do that, even though it sounds kind of like unsexy. But schedule it in. You deserve yeah.
0: it. Friends like three to five. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure my <laughs> boss will be cool with
0: that. You <laughs> know what I mean. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. I'm really excited to connect with you on this, and thank you for being kind and patient and open and being a huge part of our growth and being supportive of the women of our community in their growth as well. And I apologize in advance if I said anything not on point, but I'm trying my best and I will do that always. Yeah.
1: We're learning. So thank you for kind of bearing witness to our learning we're here to support you as you learn as well again join the secret facebook group we have almost twenty thousand women in there supporting one another subscribe on apple Podcasts so that new episodes can just show up in your podcast inbox um, we have some incredible episodes for you coming up if you ever have suggestions for guests or topics we're always open to that you can dm us on instagram at almost three zero podcast you can dm us uh, personally as well we love to talking to you. I'm at Lindsay Simsek. And I'm
0: at It's Krista. And we will see you next time. Love you. Love you.